This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Well, that was, I was really, eat it all. Eat it all. <laughs> Um, well, today <laughs> we are sitting in front of a small stack of Little Debbie boxes. And that is has nothing to do with the episode, which is about tuna. No. It is, no, God, it's about Little really Debbie con- snap, I was snap really- cakes. Snap cakes. <laughs> when I snap, it's pretty loud. I, I know you probably yeah, can't. Yeah, I, I know. You're always bragging about your loud snaps. Well, so Ash is, have I, have <laughs> I bragged about People can hear you coming miles away. No, but Ash is always like, God, your snaps are so aggressive. No, no, I, I don't think you've ever mentioned it on the show before, but it did sound like you were bragging about your loud snaps. Well, so Ash has, Ash has had a couple of hand injuries and therefore cannot snap very well. Okay. And I think they've got a little bit of a complex about it. So whenever I snap, oh, they're always but, like, now you're just rubbing it in my face. But you're so perfectly matched now because you can snap for two. Hear how crisp it's, that yeah, is? Yeah, it's very, wait, now I want to snap. <laughs> Not very good. Uh, yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, I it, thought I was good until I heard your loud snaps. I know, I know. So, They're yeah. aggressively good. Anyway, okay, so um, yeah, today we're talking oh, about you know what I should have said? snack cakes. Weird flex, but okay. That's what? a thing. Is that a thing that the kids are saying? The thing that the kids are saying. Oh, God, there are so many things the kids are saying now that I just, I've stopped, I, I, I can't even figure out what the kids are saying. Well, this episode, one of the kids uh, was listener Megan, <laughs> who suggested this episode and is presumably an adult, um, <laughs> said, I want a Little Debbie episode. This would include Swiss cake rolls, check, nutty bars, check, zebra cakes, check, star crunch, check. Oh, no. Do we have Star Crunch? We do not have Star Crunch. Oh, God. But I think we have all of the others. So good job, me, who shopped for the Little Debbie merchandise. Um, I do want to make sure that we include uh, the the last thing that listener Megan told us, which is Little Little Debbie Debbie for for life. life. You think, think she has like a big tattoo? That says Little Debbie for life? No, I think what she has is probably a tattoo of the Little Debbie logo. With it, which is which is yeah. a picture of little Debbie. Yeah, it's like got kind of a button nose. She's really cute. I'm yep. going to tell you all about her because I did the research for today's episode. Oh, please do. Mm-hmm. I 
I don't think I've ever bought a Little Debbie product before, and I found the experience puzzling. Really? Wait, yeah. why? Okay, for two reasons. Number one, I didn't realize it was going to have like its own section at the Safeway. Is it like, uh, is it in the same area where Hostess is? It they're, is they're in the same area where Hostess is, and also Entenmann's, and also, I guess I guess this is a Hostess product, like those those individual fruit pies. Where, wh- what is that section? Well, at the Safeway... The Safeway in Seattle, it's near the bread. It's like ha- hmm. crammed between the bread and the peanut butter. Ah, uh, okay. I get this. Yeah. I get this. Okay. Like the sandwich bread we're talking. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. No, it's not It's not in like the, the like fancy rustic like, bread section. Okay. And the other thing that was puzzling was the price because these are large boxes of cakes and cookies and each of them was a dollar ninety nine. It, it, the price is low enough to f- that it felt troubling. Yeah, so I, I'm going to get to that. But that is one of the things that Little Debbie is known for. Yeah, okay, is being like uh, half the price of its competitors, and and the little you know the company McKee Foods, uh-huh. which makes Little Debbie. They claim that they're able to do this because of, like, you know, e- efficient practices they've developed uh, over the course of 60 years in business. But I... I mean, maybe. I mean, so we're an independent podcast here, and I feel like I just want to put it out there that I just feel like maybe they're able to do this because it's filled with, like, space-age polymers. I mean, probably. I mean, I hope they're I hope they're delicious space-age polymers. But, I mean, you know... Aside from that, like like the the ingredients they're using are not like expensive ingredients, right? But, but like, well, I guess there's probably no butter in these things, right? right. It's probably like so, fat. So like, I'm looking like, at the ingredients uh, for the fats. oatmeal cream pies. Wow, it sounds like we're really like do, pulling a uh, fast food nation like yeah. supersize me on, on Little Debbie, which I, is not our intention. No, but the the ingredients are corn syrup. Corn syrup, syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, enriched bleached flour. Um, palm and soybean oils, sugar, oats. These are not expensive ingredients. Okay, okay. And big, you know, big corn has made it such that corn syrup is probably very, uh, very yeah, cheap. That's big sugar too. Yep. Yeah, a lot of big things went into this <laughs> fairly large box of, of oatmeal cream pies, and that's why it's so big. Anyway, have you ever had any Little Debbie brand snack cake before? I don't want to rule out. Like just in case, like someone wants to come along and debunk me, I don't want to rule out the possibility that I've that I've like had one unknowingly, like in, in my sleep, one of my like ambient fueled uh, like sleep walking, chopping and eating episodes, um, which which just keep happening night after night, and like I'm not gonna do anything to prevent them because. It's just part of my brand now. Um, but I don't think I've ever had a Little Debbie. I'm so glad you're opening them, and this isn't going to be one of those episodes where I have to wait a long time to taste the food. So I don't know if I've had Little Debbie. Hostess was always the snack cake brand of my youth. Matthew, would you cut a little bit off that? I'm mm-hmm. wearing like bright red lipstick today, and I don't want to put my mouth on anything that Matthew and I are eating did together. you Did you like forget this morning what your job is? No, except... Seriously, multiple times this morning as I was like making my coffee, getting dressed, whatever, I kept thinking that I was going to therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of to a podcast taping. Oh, hence the lipstick. Because my therapist is in Matthew's neighborhood. But doing a podcast with you is like, is it the opposite of therapy? Is it is it therapy? Wait, so do you think your therapist like infers things about your your state of mind based on your lipstick color no it's mostly just that 
I wanted to wear lipstick today. Um, when I was like 20, maybe, and uh, and living in Seattle, uh, like for the first time, like the first time living on my own, I mean, not on my own, but like with wife of the show, Lori, but as an adult, I went to a therapist and uh, while I was seeing the therapist, I got my hair dyed blue and did not foresee, was like, like genuinely surprised when that was like all the therapist wanted to talk Wait, about. really? Yes. Oh my God. That surprises me. Of course, it was, was probably like 20 years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, it was 20 years ago. <laughs> but, but I think that like a therapist now in Seattle would be like totally unfazed. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. By whatever you showed up with, like a oh, full totally. body tattoo or anything. No, like. I think I think my most recent therapist had blue hair. <laughs> I'm, Seems- I'm not even necessarily joking. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly, but I mean, they had cool hair. Cool hair. That's pretty good. Blue hair. I feel like we could do a Dr. Seuss rhyme here. The the oatmeal cream pie, uh, I I want it to have more salt. But I like it more than I thought I would. Yeah, I like the the soft texture. Mm-hmm. It feels I, kind of legit somehow. Um anyway, so okay, we we didn't really have a memory lane because we don't have a memory lane. Right. Am I correct? Okay, but so <laughs> while we're eating things, can I tell you what I learned about little Debbie? We didn't actually didn't have a memory lane because there's a big construction project going on on memory, <laughs> memory lane and it is closed through traffic. Um so I guess we can't kick the can down it like we usually exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever play kick the can as a kid? No. I think I did, but I don't really remember any of the rules of kick the can. I think but like, as I recall, and this may be completely wrong, there was a can in the street, and you had to like run, like run out of a hiding place and go kick it before someone else did something. It sounds dangerous. It does sound dangerous. That's but that's unlikely. just how I rolled. Wait, you had to like run out of a hiding place to kick the can. This doesn't sound <laughs> well, right. I always thought kick the can was just sort of like like um like street soccer. Like but, you find but a can, with a and can? You kick it. That's that would be so dangerous. Like, I'm not saying that what I described isn't dangerous, but playing soccer with a tin can instead of a soccer ball, like the lacerations, the 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 tetanus, the avulsions. (laughs) Wait, what are avulsions? I think an avulsion is like when something gets like pulled off, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. I know that. (laughs) Okay. well, can I can I talk about little Debbie, please? And would you decide which one we should open next in the in the cheesecake in the in the cheese plate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is good. I thought Order. I was going to have a bit of an avulsion to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, guys, I think Swiss rolls next. It seems really classic. Little Debbie is a brand of snack cakes made by McKee Foods, as I mentioned, which is a Tennessee-based company, and it started like uh, in the late twenties when this couple. O.D. and Ruth McKee. And when, when this I, couple OD'd on sugar. <laughs> no, last night when I was typing it up, I found that after typing O.D., like initials O.D., mm-hmm. multiple times, I had accidentally changed it to O.G. <laughs> a whole bunch of the times. Anyway, O.D. and Ruth McKee started selling snack cakes for five cents out of the back of their car. I love how... The song OG Original Gangster <laughs> came out, and that immediately became a thing that will be with us forever. Forever. Like, it's it's so fun. Like, I just find it so fun when something like that happens. And just it, like, there's a new catchphrase, and it's just going to stick around forever. And it's also going to stretch back in time and be taken on by Mr. McKee of the McKee Foods Company. Yeah, OG McKee. Who is now OG McKee. Anyway. 
So yeah. Um, anyway, I found far more detail than I than I'm gonna share here mm-hmm. about uh, the McKees and how they bought a bakery and then sold a bakery and moved to a different town in Tennessee and bought a mm-hmm. different bakery and then moved back to the first town and rebought a bakery. Remember anyway, when we bought a zoo? But interestingly enough, the company is still family owned, privately held. And um, anyway, I think that McKee Foods became what we, you know, know it as. The, the, <laughs> I just heard of it the, like the little, three minutes ago. The Little Debbie Company. Uh, in 1960, apparently somebody like, you know, some marketing person or whatever that the McKees were working with suggested that maybe they they name the the brand or a new line of products after a family member. And they were looking for, you know, a catchy oh, name. Oh, okay. So that what they were doing is they were launching a new, like, family pack carton of snack cakes. And they decided to name this family pack carton after one of their grandchildren, who was then four. Her okay. name was Debbie. And they based the logo on this black and white photo of her. But they didn't tell her parents oh. until, like, the boxes were being printed. Anyway, so apparently it was a different time. Apparently, uh, Debbie's parents weren't very happy about uh, <laughs> what Debbie's grandparents had done. But at any rate, uh, once Debbie was all grown up, she became an executive at the company. A great, I yeah, guess. Pretty cool. Okay, huh? Cool story. You anyway, left out this <clears throat> part where they it, where the company began uh, when OD or OG and Ruth McKee were selling uh, began selling five cent snack cakes from the back of their car. No, I said that. You just you weren't did listening. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if if I had heard you, what I would have said was, if like like a guy pulled up and offered to sell you <laughs> snack cakes out of the back of his car, how would you feel about this? <laughs> Guess it would depend on the price. We live in much less innocent times, Matthew. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should we should like say that thing that people that people are required to say, which is that like basically everything is much safer now, but we're much more scared of everything. Yeah. Okay, you're right, you're right. Okay, anyway, the first family pack carton of snack cakes made by Little Debbie was the oatmeal cream pie. Oh, which we tried. Which, when it came out in 1960, was 49 cents per pack. Now it's only $1.99. That... This is definitely not, like, matched to inflation rates. No, definitely not. So Uh, it's that... God, I wish I'd gone online and looked up what something that was 49 cents in 1960 should be now. Oh, we could do that. Uh, Okay, Hold on. We'll be right back. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, while I'm looking this up, uh, we want to give a shout out to our friends, the Book Larder podcast, which is produced by Spilled Milk's producer, Abby. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a great podcast that is recorded at... Book Larder, Seattle's community cookbook store, mm-hmm. which is an amazing bookstore. And Matthew was actually on the episode called Drunk in China. Yeah, mm-hmm. with uh, with 
Derek Sandhouse. That was a fun episode. There's a, uh, I just list, started listening to today's episode, which is about fried rice with Danielle Santoli, I believe. And if you're someone who doesn't want to listen to like an event recording, they've got some straight up interview ones with amazing people like Allison Roman, Diana Henry, Aaron Goyoaga. Yeah. So Book Larder Podcast, get it wherever you get podcasts. Okay. So I'm pulling up the uh, inflation calculator. Enter the amount of money, 0.49. Enter the initial year. What did you say the year was? 1960. 1960 and the final year. So uh, what was uh, 49 cents in 1960 would cost 4.29 today. Wow. Okay. So yeah, it, these things have gotten a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna talk more about mm. what we think of mm. these when I'm done here. Okay. But anyway, um, so I watched this YouTube video mm-hmm. made by Mashed, a company called Mashed. Or okay. Something. Anyway, the video was called "The Untold Truth of Little Debbie." That sounds like porn. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, according to this video. OD invented them. God, I just can't say OG. Just, just call him OG. <clears throat> like he's not gonna like come after us. OGD. I mean, his ghost is gonna haunt us. But OD we're used to that. Invented them when he was trying to make his like crunchy oatmeal cookies a little softer. <laughs> and I feel like that's a euphemism for something. <laughs> I mean, talk about the untold truth of little. He was Debbie. trying to make his crunchy oatmeal cookies a little softer. It's actually the opposite of what most men complain about. But but even like setting setting aside like the the dick jokes, like is like <laughs> How hard were the cookies to start with? I know, with, right? right? I wonder if it was like bricks and mortar, you know? Uh-huh. If he was like, let me... Let like, me. <laughs> Dad, we need to talk. You're bad at cookies. Like, I don't know why you keep trying to sell these out of the back of your car. They are terrible. Like, kids are breaking teeth. Or I wonder if it was that he was trying to sell, like, stale ones. Yeah. The kids are playing kick the can with you, using your cookies <laughs> instead of a can. Well, anyway. You need to soften those cookies or we are out of business. Okay. So the oatmeal cream pie launched in 1960. And by 1964, Little Debbie was selling 14 varieties of snack cake. Okay. So um, anyway, the top selling ones, they haven't changed a lot over the years. The top selling Little Debbie products are oatmeal cream pies, Swiss cake rolls, and nutty bars. We have just tasted all three of these. Yeah. So these say nutty buddy. I assume that's the same as a nutty bar. I think think so too um and these are very tasty these are it's like it's, a little candy bar yeah it's a it's a wafer cookie with lots of peanut butter oh my god it's really good and i love anything with lots of peanut butter i'm into this mm-hmm. um mm. yeah it's great it's really good um anyway apparently in 2014 when little debbie was launching this new product called cosmic cupcakes they teamed up with the uh, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, <laughs> and they attached a pack of cosmic cupcakes and a little Debbie bobblehead to a weather balloon and launched it 18 miles into space. Can you believe money was spent on this? Is that even really space? 18 miles? I mean, where does space technically, begin? sure. There, there is really is like a definitive answer for this question. I'm not going to bother to look it up. I'm sure 18 miles constitutes space. Well, but on the video, the untold truth of Little Debbie, I saw some footage, like a like a 
uh, a bird's eye view of, you know, you, you can see the the bobblehead and the box of cosmic cupcakes okay. in the foreground. And in the background is that like classic from space view Wait, of Earth. Is this like a, an artist's recreation or no, was this the actual no, this, thing? This was like footage, like from a satellite, from a weather balloon. Is it true that one of their kids crawled into the weather balloon before they launched it <laughs> and went on an incredible journey? <laughs> Little OG. Wait, what book is that based no, on? No, it was Balloon Boy. It was a hoax, an internet hoax from like 10 years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, like like some, some YouTube family like wanted to like get some hype going. So they pretended that one of their kids had crawled into a, a uh, helium balloon, like a homemade hot air balloon type of dealio. And uh, and was like sailing the skies and like maybe he would come back alive or not. But actually, there was never a kid on the balloon. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, Matthew. Yeah. I think that your next novel should be about this guy. I bet there's been a wait. Which guy? The, <laughs> Balloon the, Boy. The, the kid. Or, Balloon Boy. I think. I think my next novel should be about O.G. McKee. <laughs> I don't. I mean, should definitely have a character named O.G. McKee, who. <laughs> I, sounds more like an old-timey prospector, I guess. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Speaking of, um, I don't know. Look, Speaking of old-timey look, prospectors, we're looking for gold in this uh, zebra <laughs> cakes box. When you were a kid, did you ever have a moment where you thought you might like successfully pan for gold? <laughs> no, but I think most kids do. I totally did. Like When I heard about this, I'm like, okay, like this is going to be my thing. I'm going to be the panning for gold kid, and I am going to find gold in like a stream like near a hiking trail near my house. <laughs> I definitely have been hiking and encountered like a couple of adult humans, mm-hmm. not children, OG, who were OG com- and Ruth McKee. Who were completely, seriously, like, searching for gold in a stream um, in Washington State. Did you know that uh, – did, did you listen to any of the Pixies podcast about the making of the recent Pixies album? I didn't. Uh, in this podcast, I learned that um, Pixies drummer David Lovering is a, a true eccentric, and one of the many things he's really into is metal detecting. <laughs> Really? Yeah. And like he made it sound pretty fun. Um, I was at Carkeek Park in Seattle recently and had my dog with me and I was going to go down onto the beach and there are big signs there that says that say like dogs are not allowed on public beaches in Seattle. You'll be fine, whatever. And I'll be honest, I was going to ignore it because Mm -hmm. I am a bad person. But then I looked down onto the beach from where I was standing and I could see two people with metal detectors down there, like sweeping over the sand. And then I looked more closely and realized that they were like park service people. Park service people use metal detectors? Well, I think they they were wearing like official uniforms and I think that they were like cleaning up down there. Okay. Like I I think that maybe, I I don't know, like looking for like buried tin cans, buried garbage, etc. Oh, to place, they were going to play kick the can if they found a can. (laughs) They wanted to kick the can disposal problem. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I did not take my dog down onto the beach. Hmm. This so this is the zebra cake, which is a hexagonal cake that is like two layers of white cake with white cream in the middle, and it's coated in a white glaze with then stripes of chocolate across the top. And I don't see a don't reason. Like it. I don't see a reason for this product to exist. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, uh, what uh, do you taste the, the chocolate frosting? No. Um, 
I think like in the same way that that I like any any shitty thing made with peanut butter, I think there are people who who really enjoy like a shitty cake. Mm. And I think this would probably do it for those people. Mm. And I don't mean this in a derogatory way no. at all. I love shitty grocery store cakes. And this tastes a little bit like a mm-hmm. shitty grocery store cake. However, the aftertaste is a little yeah. off. Well, like, I mean, they have I, to make it last. I could get in. I, I could. I would go down on this. You would get in it. Except for that aftertaste. Yeah. Well, mm. if you just keep eating it, maybe the aftertaste will never show up. Like, you eating it <laughs> continuously f- from now until your eventual death. Okay. Anyway. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> until your eventual death from cake overdose. I'm trying to find a segue into this next thing I want to tell you. Uh, all the segues is, on this episode have been absolutely primo so far, so I believe in you. Uh, in 2015, thieves in North Carolina ransacked a Little Debbie delivery van and stole 65 cases of snack cakes. What is wrong with people? (laughs) Worth a total of $21. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Totally. No, seriously, those would all amount to being worth like barely $100. Yeah, but I mean, like if you're... But you'd be rich in snack cakes. I mean, I think think this is is like a, a... Another like thing people say that's probably true, but whether or not people continue saying it, like criminals are dumb, <laughs> like oh. sm- like the only smart criminals are on TV. Oh yeah, okay that okay that makes sense. Like Dexter, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So this is a honey bun. This reminds this grosses me grosses me out for some reason. Remember when we did um, the uh, shelf stable breakfast pastries episode? Yeah, years and, ago. And it looked like something had been sat upon, and then you actually sat on it. it looks like you sat on this honey bun. It does. Anyway, so Little Debbie... This is very clammy. I didn't... (laughs) Mm, It's not good, but... Okay, I'll try it. Sorry, I interrupted. I love it when you describe snack cakes as clammy. Um, Anyway, Little Debbie is the number one brand of snack cake in the U.S., like above Hostess. Interesting. Well, it's much cheaper. That's a good point. What this makes me think of, the honey bun, which is sort of like a a cinnamon roll analog... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm is something you would get at a at a continental breakfast at a very cheap motel. That's exactly right? what this is. I think they're probably in the back unwrapping honey buns and yes. putting them out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in the back unwrapping honey buns. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be in the back unwrapping honey buns. Okay, one last tidbit about the McKee family. So, um so the the family they're Seventh Day Adventists. Okay. And they have um, been sponsoring NASCAR teams since the 1990s, but one of the things that they like stipulate in their sponsorship deals is that from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, okay, the Sabbath, Little Debbie sponsored teams cover or remove their Little Debbie logos. Oh wow! And the crew wears like non Little Debbie attire, and this is a condition of the sponsorship. I have questions. I do too. I mean, like, I get that it's the Sabbath, but I'm amazed that Little Debbie would want their logos removed during that time. That seems like peak well, NASCAR time. I mean, yes, but like, I understand, like, if that's if that is like the the religious code. My question is, what do they wear when they're not wearing mm. Little Debbie? Is it just like like kind of polo shirts and slacks, or are they wearing like the Hostess logo and just yeah. holding their middle fingers up high? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. 
Anyway. Wow. Okay, Matthew. So hold on. What was your favorite here? Um, My favorite NASCAR team. I'm going to no. have to say. No, your favorite little Debbie snack cake. Nutty Buddies by a mile. Nutty Buddies are great. But I mean, one one thing that was puzzling to me about Little Debbies, in addition to the price and the fact that they have their own section, is that they, they're both cakes. There are some cakes and some cookies, but they're not like highly differentiated in terms of packaging and certainly not in terms of shelving. Isn't mm. that isn't that? That the, the craziest thing you've ever heard. That's just crazy. <laughs> Didn't I just blow your mind? Actually, I, I stopped listening about halfway through. <laughs> what I wanted to say is that on the, the end of this box of Nutty Buddies, there is what seems to be like a company slogan. And it is, today we bake. Oh, wow. Is that a... Not Saturday. Is that a vaguely... Or Sunday? <laughs> Saturday. Not Sunday. Saturday. For Saturday. Is that a vaguely religious thing? Today we bake? Like, t- today we pray, give us this day our daily Bakes. baking? <laughs> oh, God, I, Matthew, we're going to hell. You, you and I are definitely the, the, the most qualified people to weigh in on whether this is a religious thing. Anyway, um, I really like the Nutty Buddy. I would not kick the Swiss roll out of bed. I probably also wouldn't kick the oatmeal cream pie out of bed. But yeah, the zebra it, it cakes, was not bad. the honey buns. Yeah, the... Um, the zebra cake, it is fun to smush it with your hand <laughs> through the package, <laughs> which I bet I bet there is a multiple YouTube channels of just people smushing Little Debbie cakes. Oh, that is fun. Isn't it? Yeah. But like, I don't know, like I was going to say it would feel wasteful to give you a whole new one to smush, but I'm just going to throw them out. <laughs> okay. The way that like, so you smush it down, it smushes to a certain point and then it starts, then it starts like kind of bouncing, bouncing back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just makes me think about all sorts of like principles of physics like you know that we we cannot actually oh. destroy this matter well it's got it's got a spring constant Ugh. remember wow, the, the spring air, constant the, no i never took physics oh so like the, the air in this package makes it really hard to adequately smush it to my liking oh well you can the one i smushed the package was already open but i mean I, you still did a really good job now i'm really like kind of just massaging it with my oh, fingers oh wow oh <laughs> just pulverizing it I, I'm basically turning it into like baby food. This is uh, this is kind of disturbing, but it was much more disturbing the time you did this to a real zebra. <laughs> Put it in a bag and smushed it, it in a bag up with and my just fingers. crushed it into dust. <laughs> oh, that's satisfying. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this was instructive, I guess. Yeah. Oh wow! You really turned it back into batter. I did. Like if you added like a little milk to that or something, it would be. Well, I guess you'd be. Ma- I guess you're making cake pops, right? Yeah, I'm making. I'm making. Yeah. I'm gonna make a cake pop. Yeah, I, I think a zebra cake pop might be kind of good. Oh, I like. How Again, it holds I'm sure its this shape. has been done. I like how it holds its shape. Okay, so Molly okay. is going to be playing with food <laughs> for the rest of the day. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. And Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast, where uh, uh, we'd like to know, like, what what is the Little Debbie item or just, like, the, 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 like, snack aisle snack cake item that we left out that you love and why? Uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. Yep. You can find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. I'm going to post a picture of uh, this this thing that Molly destroyed. Why don't, why don't you post, like, a boomerang of, of me squeezing it? 
I you would have to teach me how to do that. Oh God, I knew it. Okay. Anyway, um, you can. Did you already say that you can leave us a review? Oh no, I didn't. You know, guys, reviews they really make a difference, especially if they're not bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they make a difference both ways. Like a difference doesn't have to yeah, be but they good. Make a, they make a positive difference, right. and don't we all want to make a positive difference in the life of another? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um. Anyway, so like, you can leave us a review on. Uh, iTunes, uh, no, not iTunes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, yep. Castbox, everywhere. Google Podcasts, uh, on and a, everywhere else on a billboard anywhere yes. you want. Get a billboard, put yep. on it. What should what should people put on their billboard? Because like we we want to control the. I message. love kicking the can with spilled milk podcast. I, that's exactly it. Yeah, I love kicking the can with spilled milk podcast. Find a picture of us on the internet. Put it on that billboard. Yep. And we'll we'll show we'll take a selfie no, of ourselves Matthew in front of the billboard. <laughs> Except like that's probably hard to do because we'd be down on the ground and the billboard would be way up in Thanks the air. Thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. So in the selfie, you'd see it right up our nostrils. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Amsterburton. <laughs> Oh my God, I don't want Polly Shore to be my character witness. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> We're going to do this? Okay. Um, so, next, we'd like to call to the stand Polly Shore. <laughs> All right, let's, let's take a recess. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers, need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.